Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the uh, Islanders force at game seven. Vegas and Habs are fighting it out right now. They're tied two to two with 929 left in the third period. Uh, Pat Foley is going to be retiring after 39 years of covering uh, the Blackhawks games. Zadorov wants, five, or Zadorov, I'm sorry, wants $5 million. Lou, Mar- Lou Lamorello wins the Jim Gregory Manager of the Year Award. And Dave Hackstall is the Kraken's uh, first head coach in their, obviously, their their short history. But before we get into it, I want to give a shout out to the New York Rangers 30 on Broadway, Talking Blue Shirts, uh, a podcast on the FHN net. Uh, Blue Shirts and uh, Pittsburgh Penguins pair at the point. And the Airport Lounge, which covers the Jets, the Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are all part of the FHN net, the Faceoff Hockey Network. And uh, get, go and check them out. The FHN.net. Uh, get all of your hockey news there. It's uh, it's getting better and better day by day. And uh, we're going to get into it right here. Matt, what do you think of that thriller of a Islanders game yesterday? To be honest with you, man, um, I thought that it was, uh, you know, they're down 2 nothing. I'm like, is is this going to be, is it going to be 3 nothing, 4 nothing, 5 nothing, kind of like the last affair? And they came back and stormed back. What did you think? I think if you take the leash off Matt Barzell, he's going to be a freaking monster. And I thought the third period, he was awesome. And uh, he, I think there was one shift. I might have been the start of the period, the third. I think he had the puck for like a minute. I'm not even joking. He was skating back and forth, stops and starts, and uh, making plays happen. I know he didn't score, but I think he set the tone of the third period, how the Islanders were going to play. And they fed off it. They tied it, and uh, the OT goal was the OT goal was awesome. It yeah. just a terrible play. I think it was. I, I forget. It might have been Coleman on Tampa who put the puck up the middle, which was insane. Like right. you, you go, you hit the glass always, ice the puck, and and the Islanders. Uh, who was it? Bell, Bellevue or or something like that. He buried it. It was a great shot. Oh, man. He, yeah, great celebration. He said he blacked out after, and then <laughs> I look up, and it's raining beer cans. And yeah. All kinds of stuff, which is, the I don't get that one, but, I mean, hey, they were pumped, the uh, Islanders fans. I'm happy for them. They look like they're having a great time in there. Yeah, that, and that was supposedly last game at, the, at their old barn, huh? Well, it could be if they beat Tampa tomorrow, they're going to be back there. Oh, that's true. So, that's true. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm pulling for. I'm pulling for the Islanders. So, uh, well, jeez, you never know, man. You got Kucherov could be hurt. He's a difference maker for that team. Yeah, they, he is. They they looked a little lost without him. Uh, but Braden Point, man, he's on a huh, nine terror. game nine game point streak or goal streak. I think he's in company with Lemieux and Gretzky. I'm not sure who the other player is, but uh, that's pretty good company to be in. I'll tell you what, man. That was a really impressive backhand goal that he had kick, when he kicked it up and went to the backhand. It's so amazing that Tampa could find these players. Like, I mean, they're going to let a good player go next year, and they got Braden Point to step in. They were, they they lose Kucherov to an injury. That another guy will step in. It's insane. Like, it's just like the next man up. Guys always ready to replace them and they're just a great team man right right so we got vegas and the habs fighting it out right now man you know could you ask any more between uh you know these two teams really they're really putting it out there 
Yeah, man. Uh, who's in net tonight for Vegas? Oh, you know what? Let me check. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I, I'm not as interested in this series as I am the Islanders in Tampa, but yeah, I the big story over there is is it Leonard or Flurry, and you know who you're getting in Montreal. It's Carey Price. Leonard's in. Wow. Wow. So it's, there's still a shot. I mean, it could go seven. It, I think it would be great for the NHL if it went seven. I'll it's t- just man. great. I'll Great tell you hockey. what, man. It's I can't. You know, Flurry's gotten them this far, but do you think that it's, you know, it's just there's like no confidence there? I think it's overcoaching. Yeah. I think uh, this guy is trying to. Um, he wants his guy in, and I know they signed Leonard uh, five years when they had Flurry. Who I think he's got. Well, is this his last year on his contract? I believe so. It's like, why would you, and, and the guy's amazing. He's a Hall of Famer. He's playoff wins. He's like top five, maybe top three now. And yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, goalies are going to have bad games. Taking them out the next game is just insane. But hey, Leonard, he stepped up last game, and it looks like he's pretty solid tonight, too. It's 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two two. In an elimination game. It's one of those things, you know, where obviously you're going to put, you know, more of an emphasis on Vegas's you know, their offense, but, you know, Montreal has, you know, they're, they've really been stepping it up, man. You know, I was, to be honest with you, I was expecting more out of the Golden Knights and both of these teams are tied 20, you see here, 29, 28 shots a piece. I thought for sure that Vegas would be just destroying these guys just because they got through Colorado and Colorado's a powerhouse team. Right. And they found a way to win. And now it's like, the total opposite. They're more like kind of like the Islanders. They'll they'll wait till you make a mistake and capitalize. They got the uh, two young guys that are just ripping it up for um, uh, Montreal. The Caulfield and uh, Suzuki. Is it? They're yeah. just they are just on fire. And I mean, I know they traded uh, Max Pax for Suzuki, and man, they might be regretting that one, Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, uh, Suzuki's been playing great the the entire uh, the entire tournament. To be honest with you, yeah, he's been quietly very good. I mean, he's not getting any like you know publicity as much as like you know say Braden Point and uh, you know the goaltenders, the revolving door in the uh, <laughs> of Vegas. We don't know what goalie's going in, and and this guy's just quietly getting goals and winning, just coming up big, right. So we've also got some some Blackhawks news. We'll get into that in a second. But Lula Amarillo wins the the uh, was it the GM award for the second year in a row. You know the guy just knows how to put a team together. You know, and yeah. he does a really good job doing it. What do you think it is that? Do you think it's just experience? Do you think that he just has this, you know, this um, sixth sense for 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 putting players on the team? You know, what is it that makes him so successful? I. You know what? I think he just sticks to what works for him. He, I mean, he had, he's been lucky in New Jersey. He's had Marty Brodeur pretty much for yeah. what, 20 years. Having a, a Hall of Fame Stanley Cup winning goalie will help. One of the best build. One of the best goaltenders yeah. of all time. That'll, that'll help. You, you've had, you know, I know he still has to put the guys together. He had Patrick Elias. He's had, you know, Scott Stevens, Danico, uh, 
all kinds of great players with New Jersey. And then I think he went to the Leafs for a couple of years. He, I credit him a lot, too, with building that team. I mean, I'm not sure if he might have drafted Austin Matthews. Uh, that was a no-brainer. That, yeah, and then he went to the Islanders, and the first thing he did was get Barry Trotz, a Stanley Cup winning coach, and kind of similar to like his style of play, I think they're you know, more conservative being defensive and you know they're they don't they're not spending a lot of money on players but you know i think that uh he makes good decisions he's got a solid like a playoff team it's kind of reminds me of nashville like these guys but i think these guys they actually win series playoff series (laughs) nashville they choke a lot yeah but i think that um he's got two solid goalies he's got a really solid uh, defense and you know what he picked up um Travis Ajak and Kyle Palmieri at the deadline and right. people were like ah that's not that great but those guys have been really good for this team they've been really it's I, like t- he did his homework Zajac's been it. a good player Palmieri I think he might end up staying I think he's got some good chemistry and then you got Matt Barzell I think if Barzell was on the Blackhawks he'd probably have like 120 points a year playing with Patrick Kane but he's yeah. just on a team that's you know they have a system and they're sticking with it yeah. It's working. Man, he's good, man. Just watching him play yesterday, he had... You a, know what? And I didn't watch him that much, but I watched that... I'm like, dang, dude. He got two assists that period, and he was just awesome. He had the puck it's, on a string. <laughs> and Tavares was right. He's like, you guys are in good hands with Barzell. Don't worry. And I'm sure the freaking Islanders fans are happy. Yeah. I mean, you lose Tavares, but you still this kid's he's the real deal. Right. Right. So moving on to some Hawks news, uh, Pat Foley, longtime announcer, a play-by-play announcer for the Blackhawks, is retiring after 39 years. And I grew up listening to this guy. First Hawks game I saw on TV uh, was with uh, Pat Foley calling it. He's always called the games for me, and uh, he's going to be sorely missed, man. Uh, I, I really, really um, just love listening to him, man. You know, I just thought that he was great. Yeah, he's not everybody's cup of tea, but. Uh, I've I've always been a, a fan favorite of his, and um, what do you think, man? Um, I same with me. I I never known anybody else except one year he left, and it was like that Dan Kelly guy or whatever. He he was terrible. Um, it, yeah. I, I towards the end, I thought Foley. I think. I don't know. I know we joke about it, but I, I just think like he was there to hang out with Eddie Olchek. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> those two were just hanging out and joking around a lot. And it's like, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. You know, like then sometimes it's like, come on, man, I want to I want to call the game. Go <laughs> you know, get an ice up. cream partner. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Tree, dirty tree left in that third. <laughs> but like when you listen to his goal calls from like the 90s, you got like over to Amani and Ronick Coxwood. Yeah. Like that was awesome. You yeah. know, and then. Taves with the game on a stick, you know, and yeah. it, it was awesome. And like, he was great. And I actually have a, I had a game, uh, uh, I think it was Sega. It was NHL Open Ice. And uh-huh. uh, Foley was the play-by-play guy. And he really? was awesome in that too. Yeah. Look it up on YouTube. It was awesome. It was wow. like three-on-three open ice. It, it was good. It was at the, uh, there was like an arcade at with the, the rink I played at. <laughs> and I used to play it all the time, and I have a, that's like my memory of Pat Foley. But uh, I I've always liked him with uh, Dale Talon too. Yeah, him and Dale Talon were great together. Yeah, I'm they a were huge Dale Talon fan. 
But yeah, you want to talk why he got or he is retiring? Because I think that he does not want to retire. I think he's being forced to retire. Why? Just my opinion. Uh, Because he's not a yes man. I think he's like he called out a lot of BS at the last game. Mm. Let's face it. The Hawks defense, they weren't that good this year. They weren't. And he made, you know, it kind of people were like, how can you say that about your team? But. He was it's just true. telling the truth. That was a God honest truth. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And you know what? No. If if the management doesn't like that, then why don't they put a better product out onto the ice? That's what Agreed. I have to say about it. And I think his whole little figure of speech being, oh, if the players, if I had to go through what the players did this year, I'd put a bullet in my brain. Yeah. It's a figure of speech. It is. He's not, he's not telling you to do that. He's not, it, it's, it, it, people really need to calm down. It's so stupid, but, but he was right. Like, th- can you picture yourself being away from your your kids for like, let's say you go to, uh, let's say you go to Vegas and you got to play, you had to play them what two games for a playoff series? What if you won the playoff series? You're there another two weeks, then you're there for another week, and you know what I mean? It's just, just sitting that's in the a hotel long room. by yourself. Yeah, and you can't even socialize. So you're yeah, th- it's crazy. That's like being in prison. Yeah. And and it's like, oh yeah, they're getting paid millions. Yeah, they're getting paid millions, but they're almost prisoners. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that might have been something to do with his early re- retirement. But yeah. uh you know what I, I don't know who who do you think is gonna replace him? Is it gonna be uh Wideman and uh Troy Murray? Because I'd definitely be okay with that. That's I like I John thinking. Wideman a lot. I think I think th- he's great. I think that, that would be um that would be the easiest transition. Because uh, to be honest with you, dude, I think they knock it out of the park, man. I think they knock it out of the park, and um, and I think that it makes sense uh, to bring him up. Yeah, I'm a huge John Wideman fan. When we he actually came from the Islanders, uh, you know that was his first job. Wow, I didn't know. And that. And then we we got him. I think we got him around uh, 08, maybe 07. I forget. But uh, I really enjoyed him on the radio. But there was a time Foley was on the radio and TV. Mm. And um, you know, I, I, you know, for some reason, I always like listening on the radio. I just, I don't. know, Maybe it's the old '90s, old school Not way. Not being of, able to watch the games. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't have we didn't have a home well, TV. You know, we couldn't watch them because they didn't because Wurtz was too cheap. But yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I think that'd be a great replacement for him. Uh, so do you think Eddie's gone? He's probably you know the TNT or whatever. TBS guy, I don't know whatever Turner Classic whatever, uh, which I'm okay with. Old check, he's he's cool, but uh, you know it's stuff gets old. Like even uh, the his stuff last night, he's like, why are the Islanders fans throwing all the beer at every? We're like, dude, we know. He kept going on and on and on about it. Uh, We're like, all right, dude, let's move on. They just won a huge game. Let's talk about that. You know, yeah. yeah, I mean, Either. to be honest with you, I don't think that he would leave. You know, I think that they would need somebody to replace Foley. But unless he's looking to leave, but there, there's been no, there's been no it mention. Might be of hard that. on him. Yeah, it might be tough on him. It's, they, I think they're gonna want him to like be more of an, a league guy, not just an individual team. Mm. Like I, he's gonna be on a panel with Gretzky, right? Um, I believe so. I thought that yeah. he was just doing what he's doing for the Hawks. What is that? Just analysis for TNT. 
I yeah, but I, I heard think, he, I don't know. I didn't think he was going to be on a show. I I I heard he's going to be on like a uh, an NBA like panel. Oh, I that's what I heard, and I heard Gretzky was with him. Somebody else is with him too. I I forget who it was, but I mean it, it's going to be cool. And you know they just yeah. Messier just went to ESPN today. Okay, he's going to be a hockey guy, which you know take it or leave it. Doesn't bother me. And yeah, I know I maybe could... the New Yorkers will like it, but you know, you... nothing special. Or the to Oilers. Me. <laughs> yeah, the Oilers from all, all those uh, 80s Oilers fans, if they're still around. Hey, yeah, maybe a few Canucks yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I forgot he played there. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So moving on, Zadorov. Zadorov wants Oof. $5 million a year, man. So, so do I, Mike. I do too. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll take five million a year. I'll hit whatever you want me to hit for five million dollars a year, and occasionally get an assist. If they're handing out cash like that for five million, I'll I'll do it. If the Hawks sign him five million, uh, just get ready for another long season. I'd be pretty That's upset. All I have to say that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I I just I don't see the value there, especially if you have an opportunity. Say, you know, Saad wants to come back for five million. You know. Saad's w- worth way more than Zadarov is, I believe. Yeah, I could see Saad getting, you know, another six year or a six million, you know, whatever Contract. two year. Yeah, he's worth it. He'll get he'll get you twenty. Yeah, twenty goal score. Especially playing with some of these kids, you know, maybe that's what he needs. I, you know, the guy loves he loves it here. Yeah, I, I think he'd come back. You, you never know though. Maybe somebody else will overpay him, and he'll. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna go. I got my cups. I'm gonna go make some money. Sure. Just have fun playing hockey now. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, there comes a point where either you make your money or you're playing for cups, you know? Yeah, that's why these guys are so lucky, you know? Like, they win these, like, guys that came here, like Letty. Yeah. He had two cups, too, right? Right. And he goes to the Islanders. He, he's getting $7 million for seven years. That's insane. That's yeah. awesome, though. And he might win. And he got another shot. You I wouldn't know. have he paid could. him. I wouldn't have paid him $7 million. I'd pay him five point five. Yeah, I think. That the Islanders were desperate. I mean, they yeah. needed a, a a Stanley Cup young defenseman who can move the puck, and right. you know what? They wanted him to be the man there, and I, he's I, he seems pretty solid to me still. I think they got uh that Ryan Pulak guy who mm-hmm. made that really big save. He's like yeah. a really good, really good defenseman. They're saying like any other like somebody said an example on NHL Net like if he played for like a Red Wings or Blackhawks team. This guy would be like a top, top like defensive pair in the running for a Norris Trophy. Mm. But he's on a, an Islanders team that, you know, their their defense is so like, like their their system. They're they're not going to get that many points and stuff, but they're going to get block shots and you know prevent a lot of goals. And I'm like, man, I, I hate hearing that because we need guys like that. Yeah, Golden yeah. Knights and Canadians update just went into the uh, finished the third period. Going into OT, tied two to two. Oh man! Golden Knights, uh, thirty-eight shots on goal, and Habs thirty-one. Hits are close. Golden Knights what thirty-one. You, who do you think is going to score the goal? One player from each team. Imagine if Bars Bars Barzel does it. Barzell. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe Mayfield comes out and and does another stunner top shelf. Uh, I don't know, man. I got Weber from I the got point. Max Pack for. The Knights. Okay. And then I got Suzuki, his trading counterpart, scoring the game okay. winner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Assisted I, by Carey Price. <laughs> I'd say maybe um, maybe Riley Smith. 
for the um, for the Vegas, and I'll go with um, or Mark Stone. He's a stud. Yeah, um, I'd say either Riley Smith or um, I don't know, man, D- or maybe uh, Daniel <laughs> from Who? the Philippe Daniel. Oh, he has no <laughs> goals, dude. I know. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They're they're saying like for a guy with no goals, not a lot of points, he is huge part of the team. Yeah, he is. He's like a bull and, you know, shutting yeah. down the top guys. Yeah. And he he's a free agent too, man. They're wow. they're, they're thinking that he's going to be a top prize and if, can you imagine if they win, he probably upped his value like an extra 2 million. Yeah, for being a shut insane. just being a shutdown guy. Yeah. It's insane. We got rid of him for nothing. You know, but when we did though, he wasn't really playing. Oh, Actually, I mean, you know what? In, in the Ice Hawks, he was. He played a did few games we, for the Hawks, though. Did we get Debrinkat for him? Uh, was it like a, a pick that we used, or was that for Shaw? Um, I think the the Shaw trade, the Shaw trade was the Debrinkat yeah. was the Debrinkat pick. Okay, right. Thank you, man. Great. Can great you believe pick. that? Yeah. Oh God, we lucked out, dude. It could have been a long rebuild if we didn't get a guy like him. Yeah. Yeah, I think it took a lot of guts to draft him though too, because a lot of Small, people were worried yeah. that because um, he wasn't playing with uh, Connor McDavid anymore, that he. I'm yeah. sorry, let me change that. Connor McGregor anymore, yeah. that he was going to be. Uh, he was going to be not not playing as well, you know. And he, yeah, he is. He's great. Yeah, he's like he. Dude, when I watch Braden Point, I I see DeBrincat too. I see like the same size type of player. Both shoot the puck, which is great. And man, I hope he turns out like point. That'd be be good right. news. He's <laughs> he's right there. We just got to get some cups in, uh, for him. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So um, Zadorov not worth five million. Period. No. End no. of story. End of story. <laughs> All Goodbye. Right. Let him go. Let if that's him go. The case. If, yep. if we're getting him for nothing, then fine. Um, but Dave Hackstall is the coach for the Seattle Kraken, their first coach. I don't I, to be honest with you, I don't I don't know much about the guy, but he must have really impressed. Yeah, I know he was a Philly coach and he didn't have uh he didn't have a beard over there. He just looked like a just like a dude. You know, <laughs> I, I, I I don't know much about him either. I don't even know what his record was. I know Philly, you know, they haven't been that good in the last couple of years. I think the last season they were decent was what against us in 2010 right <laughs> maybe they made the playoffs here and there but you know they weren't going anywhere sure sure wow hey, man i i thought rick tockett was going to get the job he he had a two uh two interviews with those guys and uh that was the rumor and it, i actually heard Boudreaux. bruce Boudreaux was in the the running for it and i wonder what's going to happen now because this is kind of going to that coaching lot that's filled, and you got uh, New York uh, Gerard Gallant, which is a great, great signing. But now you got Torts, you got Boudreaux. Who else is left? Tockett. I wonder where these guys are going to end up. Maybe assistant coaches somewhere, and then eventually taken over. I'm really curious about what happens with Torts. To be honest with you, Matt, do you think Torts would be a good defensive coach for the uh, for the Hawks? Uh no, because he. I don't think he wants to take orders from a, a guy who's got no idea what the hell he's doing. From a kid? Well, I mean, well, I give, I give the guy a lot of credit for jumping in and, hey, I'm coaching the Blackhawks. 
You know, I mean, yeah, it's not easy to do, but I mean, especially you, right after they fire Q, <laughs> you just fired a, the one of the second winning, most winning, uh, winning coaches, coach ever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, man. But during this season, we were outshot probably how many, how many, what would yeah. you average? 25 shots a game, probably yeah. outshot. So, you and, have and to some, change in, it. In some games, it was really bad, like 35 to 14, 35 to 18, some games. You have to change your style of play. You have to say, hey, we got to tighten up, boys. This is not working this way. Why, why? They kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And I mean, why are I don't understand like that? I just don't get it. I'm never going to get it. Do you think that that's a tale of, of either having a porous defense or, or just having an offense who can't move the puck efficiently? I think it's both. But I think it's like, hey, the coach gives us a style of play. I, he wants us to do this. and But it's like, hey, it, we're giving up a lot of shots doing it. Well, I trust my goalie. Well, you don't have a good enough goalie to do that. Yeah, they asked so, a lot of Lincoln and dude. They asked a lot of him. He was good. He was, he was very, very good. But, it, you know, I just, um, it, when something is not working, you have to adjust. That's the difference between these, like, coaches like Torts. Right. Like, I know when he coached the World, the World Cup, what I think a couple years ago, he's like, I'm, are you kidding me? Patrick Kane is being Patrick Kane. I'm staying the hell out of his way. But for other players, they're going to play this my way. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think uh, Colleton needs to do. He needs to say, hey, these guys are doing this, but our defense, we got to play like Barry freaking trots and tighten up and help our goalie out. So I, uh, who knows, man? I, I think that we're stuck. We're going to be stuck with them another couple of years, but Unless we go zero and thirty this year, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I wish him all all, all the luck, man. I want him to be a, a winning coach, especially. With, I want to win Hawks, too. You know? Yeah, I, I want to have a winning team to talk about and cheer for. But it's like, I mean, you you know what's going to happen? It, nothing's going to change. Nothing's yeah. changed. You can get Seth Jones. I, I I mean, he'll help a lot, but he's not going to be able to do it himself. Right. We need we need some. They got to. Like, you know, the the phrase, buy into the system. Okay, well, give us a system to buy into. We're just giving up too many shots because we can't get possession of the puck. Right. So we need we need some players that, you know, we got obviously Kaner and Debrinket are great players to build off. But defense, who do you, who do you think is our best defenseman? Keith? And he's what, 39 years old? Yeah. He's like 38, I think. 37? Okay, in hockey playoff <laughs> years, he's sixty five with yeah. all the games. Yeah, so <laughs> I I just don't I don't see our defensive competing like our our group. Would you put them against any other team? I mean, the, the other teams like they got four solid defensemen. Honestly, man, I, I'm really I'm not really hoping for a Jack Eichel signing. I'm more hoping for same maybe a I'm I'm really hoping for a Seth Jones signing. But to be honest with you. You know, like you've mentioned earlier in the past multiple times, um, I, I would be open for a, a David Savard signing uh, because I think that that would, that would honestly, man, I think that that would save a ton of problems that we're having because I, it gives yeah. it gives uh, Jones an opportunity to be the star uh, and, and, and put him on a line with uh, with Ian Savard. Mitchell. Put him with Savard. Yeah, you could. Or they have I was, chemistry. I was, thinking, <laughs> you know? I was thinking of of of. Um, of Keith and Savard so that as, as a second pairing where yeah. Keith can kind of do his thing again and Savard can be that defensive 
presence that he needs so that he's Seabrook. So, yeah, yeah. So that, so Keith can, can play his game and not because it's uh, Duncan Keith is not a defensive defenseman. He's not. No, and 2010 people, he was. Yeah. And, and a lot of people think that, that he is, but he's not. Uh, and he needs to be able to play his style of play. And, and he needs a very good defensive player to do it. And then having a third defensive pairing of, uh, of Bowden and to be honest with you, Bowden and Wyatt Kalanick and let him get some uh, get get some experience down there. I'm, I'm honestly, yeah. man, I like Wyatt Kalanick. I thought that he showed a lot when he played, and um, he didn't stand out too bad for his deficiencies. No, he he's gonna be fine. And even Stillman, I was a yeah. fan of him too. I, I really like Riley Stillman too. I mean, yeah. could be on to be honest with you, those could be could be the seven players that we um. Well, that, that you forgot about Murphy. Connor Murphy and you know, dude, a, I'm not, not sold on him, dude. I, I, I don't think that he is what everybody says that he is. I no, don't think that not. he is that top line defenseman that everybody wants him to be. Um, but I mean, that's no. just me personally. That's just me personally. It's not that I don't like the guy. I think that yeah. he's, I think that he is a good player, but, um, but um, I, I would really like to see uh, Kalanuk. Uh, Stillman play. Still, I thought Stillman played good. Um, even if we don't get Savard and, and and we have these players, I think that the addition of Jones changes everything on the blue line. Well, I, yeah, I think if we can land Jones, I think we can move guys. We could spend right. money on our defense. We could spend money on a like a like a, a former starting backup goalie type yeah. of guy. You know, like a one hundred percent Craig Anderson or. Somebody like who who knows how to play, who can jump in and win a game, and just help Lincoln it out. You know, yeah. I mean, I would rather invest in defense right now. I mean, of course, it'd be great to see you know like the Hawks land a top scorer, but I mean, I thought we our offense was okay, dude. How many games did we win? Like net. five to four, five to three. Do you know what I, I mean? mean? I think that we would have won more games this season if we had better defense. Yeah, and well, and when we had you know good uh, high scoring games, we gave up too many, and right. so our goalie wasn't stepping up. Then sometimes we'd lose two to one, and Lincoln had had like seventy eight saves, <laughs> and he loses. Yeah, and it's like, oh, come on, we got to help the guy out. We got, we just got to get it together, you know. Yeah. We, I, I think Kubalik will be, he'll be good. Uh, maybe we'll hear some Taves news soon. Like, what's going on with that? Um, but I mean, if Taves is done and they say he won't be playing this year, I think Bowman doesn't have a choice. He's got to go for an Eichel yeah. or he's got to, I mean, just to, otherwise we're, we're going to be Detroit, right? We're going to have to start from scratch. Um, here's, here's another thought. So say we do go for Eichel, right? Um, yeah. to be honest with you, man, I think that we have the cap space for Mike Hoffman. What is he making? 5.5? He's cheap. Yeah, he's cheap. He um he he signed a tryout with the Blues. He didn't even like just wow. sign with them. He he was uh I think he was looking for more obviously, but I, I like I told you before, there's some history with him. I, I guess he's his wife's kind of nuts. Right. And uh I mean, he's a good good Allegedly. player though. I, yeah, he uh he's I think he's got similar numbers to Taylor Hall as well. And I, that's those are solid numbers for a guy making four or five million a year. I would take a 
chance. And he plays he too. plays defense as well. Yeah. Well, we got Gabriel Landeskog. I I would take him. I know you don't like him, but I don't like the guy, man. But you know what? If he was on the Hawks, I I cheer for him. <laughs> maybe put him with Kaner and DeBrincat. Or maybe on he's a, used to playing with skilled guys. Honestly, like man, with- I'd like to I'd like to see Vinny and and, and Brandon Hagel on a, on a third line pairing with Mike Hoffman, or if you even want Gabriel Landeskog, um, yeah. and and maybe put a t- as a top line pairing. Uh, you know, as a top line pairing, maybe put a Doc, uh, uh, Kubalik, and uh, and maybe Kurashev, man, uh, because Doc likes to pass the puck. Kurashev is it can be very creative with moving the puck, and Kubalik needs to shoot. Kurashev, yeah, Kurashev can shoot and he can pass, and and I think that's what they need on that top line as oh, as a second yeah. line pairing. Um, that's where it gets a little tricky. And that's where we would need a, um, you know, obviously Taves or, or Eichel, you know, a, a, um, a, 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 a face-off guy, a center who can win face-offs, man, you know, and get the puck so we can possess the puck for Debrinkit and Kane. Uh, third line pairing with the Bash Bros with, uh, with uh, Vinny Henestrosa and, and Brandon Hagel. And the left wing put Gabriel Landeskog. Or, yeah. or Mike Hoffman, a third line at, as the fourth line pairing, David Camp can win faceoffs for puck possession in in the defensive zone. Him and uh, and a Ryan Carpenter and and another another guy at left wing, uh, a possession defensive forward at that left wing spot, man. And I think that we have a pretty good offensive core pairing there. Uh, not to mention, yeah. if we were to land Seth Jones, um, we could a do power a, play would be up. Yeah, dramatically up. Yeah. We could do a uh, we could do a Seth Jones, a David Savard pairing. What's what's David Savard making? Five point five six. Uh, yeah, somewhere in that maybe four, maybe six. Okay, but you know he's he if he wins the cup, he's gonna you know he's gonna he's want money. Gonna make more. He's gonna right. make more. Yeah, and he, I don't think Col- uh, Columbus wanted to get rid of the guy, but they had no choice. Like right. he's high demand and they, hey i can they got a first round pick for him I right think. so okay so, so li- we'll leave him out of the equation we'll say uh we'll say seth jones and riley stillman will go the second line with uh second line with with uh dunks and either connor murphy or or nicholas bowden and a third line pairing of wyatt kalanuk and ian mitchell to be yeah. honest with you man uh, getting a uh, Kalanuk, Mitchell, and Bowden minutes, I, I think is I think is big. Uh, I think Stillman coming in and and being a solid presence and a long, oh you know maybe put Adam Gaudet in there at the at that fourth line. They left definitely wing. have they definitely have a lot of options. Yeah, yeah, and to so be honest, it's a good you, thing. I, I, yeah. yeah, I think that there's a lot there's a lot good of a lot good going on there. We just need a few pieces to to to, to fill out the puzzle. Gel it in, yeah, yeah, and 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 obviously, uh, just as much as Seth Jones is getting a a um, a very reliable backup goalie. Yeah, that's that's the key. I mean, even Anti Ranta is available, and he can Why play, not? man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not like we haven't won with him before, you know. Yeah, he could play. I, I'd, I'd like to have him. Maybe somebody. I mean, I Craig Anderson. He might even retire. He's older. He's got he health knows how problems. to win. He knows how to win, but Antti Ranta also has health problems. He's always hurt usually, but you know he's not 
not, there's not a huge workload on him. You right. know, I think Subban not working out. Uh, Delio, he's probably going to be an ice hog. Uh, but, but yeah, I'd like I'd like to see the go go all in for Seth Jones, sign a backup, and maybe sign a uh, a forward if you can get your hands on one. Yeah, somebody you know a big name guy that'd be great. I, I think if you get one of each, you know we get one forward, one defenseman, and a goalie. That's something the Hawks need. Yeah, you get I, better in every department. You know, that's why I mentioned you know Hoffman. I don't think that he would be expensive. Seth Jones would be our expensive uh, D man. I'm fine with paying the guy though. Yeah, I really am. And yeah. um, and 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 a backup goalie just to start off with. We'll leave Eichel out of the question. If we were to yeah. sign Eichel, that might even that might even tell Seth Jones, like, "Hey man, look, we're we're here trying to we're win. We're going for it. Do you yeah, want to do you want to get on the train because we're we're proven winners here? Well, I think it would be hard to get both of them just because yeah. usually it's probably going to be a first rounder, right? Top prospect. And dude, Boquist. I, if, did you and, notice if, I didn't even mention Boquist? No, you didn't have to. He's terrible. I would <laughs> if if I'm Buffalo though, I'm asking for Doc in return. Yeah, and you know what, Kirby Doc is a good player, but he will never be a Jack. He, he won't. You're, he you're, won't. You're right, but you know what? He could be something that we need, and that's it. A it's solid, too much good unknown. second line center. Yeah, it's too much of an unknown for me to do it. Yeah, it, you, you don't want to. Play with, like if it was his fifth year, sixth year, it's like yeah, you know yeah. what? It's not. It's not worth. We know what we have. Yeah, but Bodquist, see you later. Take Dylan Strom with you. Yeah, there's a bucket of pucks on us. <laughs> on us. Sorry Tell about Seth that. Jones, you know, if you got him a place, if you really need it. We'll give towers. you some cones too. We got some <laughs> yeah. cones we can Sears throw in it tower. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some skating cones. <laughs> <laughs> we got you a new net. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, hey, guys, um, that's all that we got for you tonight. It's been a great podcast. Uh, don't forget, check out the 30 on Broadway Talking Blue Shirts podcast on the FHN Net, the Pair at the Point, it's a Pittsburgh Penguins podcast, and the yep, Airport nice Lounge, Airport Lounge Winnipeg Jets podcast on the FHN, Net- FHN Network. And, um, and uh, let us know what you think. Let them know what you think, you know. Uh, we're getting to the end of the hockey season, and as as a podcast runner, we're already thinking about what we're going to be doing for next season and the off season. So maybe there's uh, maybe there's some questions you want to ask. Maybe you want to just see what they're about. Shoot them a message. Get them get them on Twitter, and uh, and start the conversation with them. You know, obviously we all love hockey, so let's get after it. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.